Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Delora, how are you, sis? Ashley, it is 2022. Granted, this is our second episode, but it's like our first hot topic. So I'm just like super, super excited. (laughs) First headlines, first hot topics. And of course, we have to talk about Insecure episodes 9 and 10. Cannot wait to get into it. Oh, yeah. Epic. Well, before we do, though, obviously, we haven't got a chance to really discuss since the end of the year. How you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing much better now. I ended up getting a bug at (laughs) the end of last year going into New Year's. It's not COVID. I tested twice to verify, but I'm telling you. It was a throat situation, nasal congestion, <laughs> tired. That sounds so weird. It's a throat it's, situation. <laughs> it was a mess. And this was the first year I slept through the countdown. I did not make it. That's how tired I was. But I am better. Work is interesting, but I thank God for work. Amen. <laughs> uh, how about you? You're the one that's living it up. I'm going to have to hang out with you this year going into <laughs> next year. Yeah, I'm doing great. I just got back from Miami. Uh, I went down with my cousin for New Year's. So we had a good little time. My cousin is so clutch. I was like, I'm trying to do only outdoor events somehow literally hours before the New Year. She was able to find an outdoor party that was really nice. All black event. It was really dope. So we were able to ring it in in a great way. All black people or all all black black people? All (laughs) black people. It was um, I was like, girl, not only did you find an outdoor event, like I asked, but it's literally an all black event. I don't know how she did it, but she was very clutch with that. Not to say that I can't mix and mingle. I'm just saying I didn't expect it, you know, in my end. So it was a good time. And, uh, you know, like I told you before we started recording, I've just been taking the vitamins and uh, drinking my tea and trying to stay healthy because, you know, this Omarion variant, sorry, Omarion, I know you out here trying to dispel this, this rumor, uh, is, is out here getting people left and right. So it really is. And I think that's what helped curb my cold really quickly. I was like, zinc, D, uh, multivitamin, you know, yeah. C, like all the supplements, all of them, you know, yeah. and uh, and rest. So yes, that's rest. Super important. That's the biggest thing is I wasn't sleeping well. So as soon as I got mm. back, I was asleep for like three hours. And then every <laughs> night this week, I've been going to bed early and I'm not an early bird whatsoever. Mm. So I've been getting trying to get it in. And I swear by a hot toddy. OK, I swear um, by putting a little whiskey in my green yeah. and cinnamon tea. OK, I need to so. get some. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What am I doing over here, Ash? <laughs> 
Well, guys, we hope that you have had happy holidays and very happy new year for 2022. Delora, have you gotten used to writing 2022 yet? That's always my struggle is the Uh, new year. So, yes, because I'm an even person, you know, like... (laughs) You just been waiting. You've been waiting on this. The 24s, the 26. I was here for it. So yeah. That's hilarious. I feel like I haven't struggled, but maybe it's because I already had set my mind to the fact that I was rolling into this new year. Like even my age, I turned a year older. I already had set in my mind this new age. So I had already started saying that I was 34. (laughs) Put my age out there on the mic uh, in advance. (laughs) Oh no, I keep every Every year to the very end, to the very end. Look, somebody was already trying to tell me I'm 35. I said, do not rush my life. I am 34. Okay. And I refuse to refer to myself as old. Like some of my girlfriends are like, girl, we old. I'm like, I'm not. There you go. (laughs) What's funny is I'll say that I'm old indeed, but I don't look old. That's the difference. I can still roll with y'all 20 somethings to the best of them. So there we go. As I swing my twist to the side. Okay. All right, guys, let's get into our headlines and hot topics. Delora, first one, just sliding right into the continuation of New Year's Eve. Girls, some CNN hosts were living their best lives for New Year's Eve. Honey, the Internet was enjoying the drunk antics and dancing of Don Lemon during CNN's broadcast. But another famous host, Andy Cohen, almost found himself disinvited to next year's festivities due to his comments and on-air jabs. Girl, he said he was overserved and made remarks about both Ryan Seacrest and New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio. An article by both The Heavy and CNN has dispelled and debunked the rumors that he won't be invited back. But many viewers thought that he was hilarious and that his interactions with Anderson Cooper were enjoyable, but others slammed CNN for permitting them to drink on live television and for allowing Andy to speak so disrespectfully about de Blasio, regardless of whether people felt what he was saying was true. Did you have any thoughts about Andy's on-air behavior? First of all, I'm I'm always here for a CNN drunk moment, um, specifically Don Lemon. <laughs> like I was here for the the one two steps. He was showing us what those knees do. Um, <laughs> I expected more out of Don because I mean New Orleans, hello. Uh, but when it, and apparently he always does this. Like this bro, is his thing. Yeah, every year. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the clip that had me rolling was the lady, the comedian he had on this float <laughs> and she was like he was like what's your new year's resolution she's like no more broke d and he was like what <laughs> no more and, and, and the fact that he didn't hear her so she repeated it on cnn one of the most respected cable news networks <laughs> no more broke d and i was just done i was done but as far as andy that wasn't even it's it's whatever like uh, yeah wh- what new yorker doesn't complain about their mayor one right mm-hmm. him talking about ryan seacrest is rich considering his best friend is kelly ripa so i highly doubt that he has any real beef no 
he said afterwards, he said, that's his biggest regret. He said, I like Brian. He's a great guy. Like he just was drunk talking shit. If you're going to give people alcohol, you should be prepared for people to give you that alcohol infused reality. And honestly, I was here for Anderson because Anderson always knows the assignment. He's like, what I'm not going to do is get caught up with any of this exactly and i'm just gonna laugh my while way he was while he was eating baby food apparently <laughs> oh i didn't see that part Some, yeah something weird again i was in these streets so i didn't see any of it but i just chuckled after i read the headline it's always interesting seeing you know these hosts with their hair down so to speak right it's almost the equivalent of like when you're in elementary school and you see your teacher outside of school you're like <laughs> You're what? a real person. What's going on? Like they act different. Like, but it's what? also Andy Cohen. Andy is not some esteemed journalist. Thank Andy you. is messy. The he is real housewives. Watch what happens. <laughs> like this is Andy. That's like putting Wendy Williams on a New Year's Eve special and expecting her to With not Robin talk Robin shit Robert. about people. Right? Yeah. Robin's gonna laugh, and Wendy's gonna put her foot in her mouth. Like, yeah. It's- gonna happen exactly all right well let's move on to our second quick headline tracy ellis ross and anthony anderson so delora ahead of blackish's eighth and final season premiere on tuesday not sure if you guys saw it but mrs michelle obama was on the episode so check it out um yes anthony revealed to parade magazine that he was not on great terms with tracy ellis ross ahead of blackish's series debut in 2014 according to him he offended his longtime tv wife thanks to a joke he made during the 2005 vibe awards oh that's a throwback He said, we laugh about this now, but Tracy didn't like me for maybe 10 years. As we were walking onto the stage, there was a loud sound over the speaker. And I said, Tracy, did you fart? The audience loved it. But what I did not know is how offended Tracy was by that comment. Delora, have you ever had beef with someone initially that you went on to become great friends with? That's a great question. No, I don't think that's ever happened. But I also don't beef with people. So... (laughs) Yeah, that's a great question. How about you? Oh, yeah. I've had people who did not like me, me initially, not necessarily the other way around, uh, (laughs) that, you know, went on to become friends with. Not to this extent necessarily where I feel like I've done something to offend people, but that that happens. It happens. That he's deciding to speak about this. This isn't new. Like, this came out um, years ago, like, since, you know, the show has been on. But I... I think it's probably something fun to talk about again because he made the last time he talked about it, he talked about how they had like a, an intimate scene, like a hugger kiss. And she like essentially kissed him out. Like you better not, <laughs> you better not do something or, or whatever. And I'm like, Ooh, so he's, he's given the PG version for this, you know, farewell, well tour. Yeah. I mean, I think that's exactly <laughs> what it is, right? It's the end of an era. It's the end of blackish. So he's just, regurgitating some tales and you know talking behind the scenes stuff as they wrap up and it is going to be sad to see this show go I feel like we're losing so many great shows we've had over the last you know six seven eight years from Blackish to This Is Us to Insecure obviously like it's just been a whirlwind of our phase ending so yeah and you know these shows were significant you know Mm -hmm. they they made 
a major splash in the world of television, you know, especially for the African-American community, you know, having, you know, in front, behind, and just telling a different tale. Yep. And introducing us to the fabulous actors that has come come from that show since. So yeah, it's uh, going to be missed. Absolutely. All right. Another quick headline, Jason Derulo, according to a TMZ article, also on Tuesday, Tuesday was busy. Jason Derulo got in a fight at a hotel in Vegas after two guys called him Usher. One actually yelled, hey, Usher, fuck you, bitch. Jason ran over, punched one of them, slapped another one. At the time, the two victims did not want to press charges. But according to this article, there's always the possibility of a lawsuit. Either way, they have up to one year to change their minds and move forward with charges. Jason got a trespassing notice from Aria, which was the hotel, and was removed from the property. You know, this reminded me, remember how we talked about on the true story recap, you guys have listened to that, go back and listen to it, that I'm not sure as a celebrity, if I could always keep my composure, <laughs> I don't condone violence, but catch somebody on the wrong day. And I guess you can catch these hands, Delora. First of all, being compared to Usher is a compliment, considering I'm sure he was there to see that concert anyway. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I know, but that's the hottest you can get in uh, Las Vegas right now is uh, mm-hmm. is for sure. I.e., Helly messing around with this little rapper. Anyway, man, I guess it was the wrong day. I think it would be considered a compliment to be compared to Usher. I think it was a compliment to be compared to Usher, but I think it was the aggressiveness with which they approached <laughs> the situation by saying F you bitch. Like, I think it was the whole delivery that got Jason. But again, he had to have already been in a heightened state to just, I was if you say, gotta watch the video is, immediately. Yeah. There was no time. Really. No, there was None. no pause. And you know, what people do in Vegas stays in Vegas, but to your point, he could have been already inebriated mm-hmm. or or high. Wound or up. Because <laughs> even you see his bodyguard chasing after him. His bodyguard's like, wait, what the? You he know? must have lost some money or something. Like, he that's not insane. <laughs> Again, we do not condone violence on the pod. I apologize for laughing, but just the entire scenario. I was not prepared for. I got oh, yeah. I saw it first and then I got sent the article and I'm like, okay, I guess, I guess this is a big deal. You know, I don't really, we, I don't really think about Jason Derulo. He's not an artist that I really pay a lot of attention to. So this just caught me off guard. Jason is one of those artists where you're just listening to a song and you're like, oh, that's catchy. Who's that? Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't look for Jason Derulo's music. I don't see it. It usually finds me because it's on some social media. <laughs> no shade, Jason. No shade. I've interested him since he dumped Jordan Sparks. So yeah, that was that's-, that's the last time I paid attention to him, to be completely honest. Anyway, <laughs> our final quick headline: Megan Good and Devon Franklin, a shocking celebrity split that was announced in late December. Megan Good and Devon Franklin announced their separation after nine years of marriage. According to an article by People, their work schedules often kept them apart and they just haven't been spending a lot of time together. 
this past year, which was 2021, when they did have time in their schedules and often just the hours that they would be able to spend quality time together. So essentially, the article was saying, even though it was a shock to us publicly, privately, it wasn't as big. It was not as big of a shock to folks. What were your thoughts on this? I was really sad, honestly, not to make it about me, but (laughs) they were going to be married for 10 years this year and Dave and I are going to be married for 10 years this year. So I was like, you know, the 10 year club, you know, and it's like, oh, they didn't make it. They were such a beautiful couple. They made such a splash when they got together writing books and you know, being very public with their relationship. I do think the beginning of their relationship, I think there's a value in what they spoke about, about, you know, seeking the Lord or, you know, not putting all the goodies on the table initially. Like I appreciate those messages, (laughs) but just very sad. And you never know what goes on in a relationship. Right. And I just think you also have to be very careful on who you look towards for quote unquote couple goals. I mm. mean, if nothing else in the last two years, we realize all of those things are lies, <laughs> courtesy of the lies, the lies, the <laughs> lies. I always see that Candy Burris gift, yeah. the lies, <laughs> the lies. You know, Instagram, like the cliche is only a highlight reel, you know, Indeed. so even though Don did post the picture of himself in tears Crying. for yeah. New Year's. Yeah. And people were trying to say, you know, stick, keep that, let Megan handle the acting, which <laughs> people That's are just rude. Fair. People are just but, rude. But, you know, there's a lot of speculation. People are speculating that maybe, you know, they didn't have any kids and that's something he wanted and she didn't, you know, which they've been very vocal about. And then people grow apart. That is a thing. And I think the beautiful thing about life is you're you're allowed to have different chapters people you know do come in and out of it when you pick a life partner you do expect to be with them for a large portion so it's it's really sad it's really sad sorry I think it's also valuable to not always look at a separation or um a divorce as a failure yeah because they did they did have nine beautiful years years together hopefully beautiful again I don't know the relationship and that is a infinity within itself remember from (laughs) our movie of course um, I do. Of yes. course I do. A fault uh, in our stars. A fault in our stars. So, I mean, I think they took hopefully what they needed to from each other, from that romance. And while it's sad, obviously, to see a couple that I think in the community, in the Black community, at least we rooted for. Because, again, they were seemingly a, a really lovely example of a successful couple. Um, I mean, it is what it is. And I just wish them both the best as they move forward, because I'm sure there is validity to the busyness of their schedules. And, mm-hmm. you know, we just saw, and we're going to recap Harlem that Megan did. She's working on other projects. Devon is also in the entertainment industry. He has a lot going on. So, you yeah. know, it's, it, they're booked and busy. And, and I will say when that news came out, there was also rumors about freaking Steph and Aisha at the same damn mm-hmm. time. And I'm yeah. like, Lord, I hope this is the truth. But that came out on freaking MSN news. And I'm like, uh, this is 
kind of yeah yeah <laughs> but and people will be just beside themselves if that turns out to be true they have not acknowledged any of it if anything they posted more pictures of themselves you know together but yeah but that think, was that was rough that was I rough. think it is I think it is valid though the idea of not um subscribing to couples goals for any of these people because I mean, we don't know any of these people Mm-mm. I don't you barely know what's going on in the relationships to the people you're actually close to let alone these celebrities so, so true <laughs> yeah. so true yeah all right well that's all we got for quick headlines guys let's move on to our hot topic so we have two today our first one R.I.P. to the OG Betty White 2021 man you had to do us dirty on the last day of the year. Beloved actress, comedian, and American icon Betty White died on Friday, December 31st, just weeks before her milestone 100th birthday. I'm sourcing this from TMZ. Betty passed of natural causes at her home. A trailblazer and pioneer in media, Betty had the longest running career for any woman in TV prior to her death, starring in multiple shows over the past eight decades, starting way back in 1939. Her breakout comedic role came in 1973 when she played Sue Ann Nevins on the Mary Tyler Moore show, which ran until 1977. Then she got her starring role in the Betty White show. Betty is perhaps most famous for her lead role as Rose Nyland in The Golden Girls, which ran from 1985 to 1992. With 115, 115 kids, acting credits to her name, Betty had roles in productions like Life with Elizabeth, Date with the Angels, The Love Boat, Mama's Family, The Golden Palace, Ladies' Man, That 70s Show, Boston Legal, The Bold and the Beautiful, Hot in Cleveland, and many, many, many other shows and films. Betty won five primetime Emmy Awards, including two for Mary Tyler Moore, one for Golden Girls, and one for her 1975 SNL appearance, along with Screen Actors Guild Awards, American Comedy Awards, and even a 2012 Grammy. She's been nominated for several Golden Globes and has also been honored with lots of Lifetime Achievement Awards and celebrations through several organizations. A screening event planned prior to her death to mark her 100th birthday will go on as planned on January 17th, according to CNN. A life well lived, Alora, and yet it still feels like she was gone too soon. How will you best remember the Betty White? Miss Betty White, she was so beautiful both inside and out to have such longevity in such a toxic industry. <laughs> like yeah. Hollywood, we hear so many crazy stories all the time. Like it's eat you up and spit you out. And she was able to obviously have the grit necessary to have such a prolific career. Uh, although I love Golden Girls, she was not my favorite character because I just never, I didn't appreciate her character growing up. I feel mm-hmm. like I appreciate it more now because I, you know, I get the ditzy character. I just, I never enjoyed that character sometimes. And who was your favorite? Comedies. Sophia? Of course, the great, the author, duh. <laughs> I loved her sarcasm, her sarcasm, and of course, Sophia. Yeah, those are my two favorites growing up. But favorite role, hands down, the proposal. Yeah. Love, love, love. 
uh obviously ryan reynolds will never get well <laughs> i feel like our favorite people to talk about is like ryan reynolds and uh chris evans only because there's a ton of ryan's and chris's and you always have to identify your faith anyway the chemistry that she had with both sandra and ryan were just uh, it was perfect and i actually watched it recently so it brought me so much joy so she's gonna be missed damn it people magazine celebrating her hundredth before she made it but (laughs) what about you ashley i mean man when i got this news i was like you've got to be effing kidding me she is just shy of her hundredth birthday it is literally the last day of the year and you guys are telling me betty white said all right deuces yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all go. Um, but again, such a, a life well lived. I remember saying some point in the last couple of years that when Betty White went, I needed to do some type of commemorative something for the Golden Girls since she was the last one standing. Because when I tell you that the Golden Girls brings me so much joy, I watch Golden Girls marathon reunion episodes on a loop some weekends as if i have never seen this damn show before the fact that you can still laugh out loud out loud and i think it's so timeless because i've grown with it right like when i was younger it meant one thing to me when i was probably teens 20s and then another Mm -hmm. as they're getting they're they're getting more relatable that's another thing because when i first used to watch it i thought they were so old these women when the show started were in their 50s people in their 50s called the golden girls okay (laughs) living in miami living in freaking miami and what are the odds that i was in miami when i found out the news anyway so (laughs) i i love betty white so much to your point the proposal i loved her character it may be harder for me to watch now particularly the scene where she pretends like she died she's like Mm -hmm. dying but i mean i'm just i'm glad that we have her you know, memories and her acting performances that will live on beyond her. And again, it's just the end of an era with her being the last yes. of the Golden Girl crew. So yes. I don't know what I'm going to do to commemorate it. Maybe I'll buy some Golden Girls merch or something. But man, rest in peace, Betty White girl. You lived it. You did it. Netflix is going to have a whole special in her honor. It was it was originally supposed to commemorate her hundredth year, but they're still going to release it. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what the editing is going to look like now, but um, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm sure we'll talk about it on the mic once it's out. For sure. And I, I watched another documentary they did on her uh, not too long ago too. So <sighs> Betty, rest well, sweetheart. All right. We have to move from someone who we love to someone that we don't. And that is, I just literally have the trash bag because I just cannot deal with this. So in news that I cannot escape as much as I'd like to, Tristan Trash Bag Thompson has confirmed the paternity of his child that we spoke about previously with Marilee Nichols and has issued an apology to Khloe Kardashian. He posted to his stories on Instagram on Monday. I take full responsibility for my actions. Now the paternity has been established. I look forward to amicably raising our son. I sincerely apologize to everyone I've hurt or disappointed throughout this ordeal, both publicly and privately. Khloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve the heartache and humiliation I have caused you. You don't deserve the way I have treated you over the years. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you. 
I have the utmost respect. It's hard for me to even get this out and love for you, regardless of what you may think. Again, I am so incredibly sorry. Delora, do you have any additional thoughts on this ridiculousness that you'd like to share with Recap Nation? Girl, when I saw, when I saw that Tristan was indeed the father, a la Mauricio, I, and that weak ass apology, I was like, first of all, this is, this is an Instagram stories. Like, how serious are we with this? It's embarrassing. I will give the the cliche of if you embarrass me publicly, I need, you know, you a public apology. Publicly. I respect that. But again, you doing it in your voice. Where was the publicist? Okay. Um, in your Instagram stories was just a little, a little weak for me. <laughs> you know, I don't feel sorry for Chloe. And I think I've established this already. I think it's ironic that just recently a clip of Lamar Odom talking about how he left Taraji uh, for Chloe. I thought that was rich because I feel like Chloe likes to take men when they're unavailable. So I, you know, the sympathy for me has been long gone for Chloe, (laughs) but there's no taming. Tristan I mean before it was like oh he's young but then I was like oh no he's Jamaican this explains so much (laughs) I'm joking no that is a stereotype out there sorry to the Jamaican (laughs) men some of y'all I have I have friends that are Jamaican men and I have not had that experience with y'all so god bless but I I do feel bad for Chloe just human to human woman to woman um I don't oh, know how messy I'm just saying I don't know how mess like sir, for for one men lie so there's even yes. if there's overlap sometimes you don't always know you're not always told so I do give that level of grace but obviously with Tristan he had a whole other woman pregnant when they first started dating he had Jordan not Jordan Kylie's friend his other baby mama Jordan pregnant. So I obviously there was some, you know, messiness that, you know, the Kardashians, particularly Chloe, have had. But from person to person, woman to woman, I have definitely felt sorry for her throughout this ordeal. And all I can say to this situation when I read it was, I'm so fucking over this shit. Like I'm, I am. And I, this has nothing Girl, to do with me. This is not me. my life. Like I told you when we were texting yesterday, like I can't escape this man. Literally every time I'm on Instagram, that's all I'm seeing. And so I'm ready for this to be done. I'm ready for the, for this whole and scenario to be over. Watch that final season. And I watched the final season. So that's my biggest thing about him is he's a sociopath to me in that yeah. way. Like you're pretending yeah. at least, or maybe you even believe it, Tristan. I don't know. I'm not your therapist. I don't know what's going on in your psychology that you came back to this family, to everybody, apologized, seemed so remorseful, was there with 
uh, the baby when Chloe was up in the house with COVID, all this stuff and claiming to be a different man. But literally, as she wrote you, this heartfelt note on your birthday was sliding inside of some other chick. Like I and then you and you responded like you commented yeah. under the post as if y'all were on the same page about rebuilding y'all relationship. Like it's disturbing for one that to me, that is genuinely disturbing. And for two, it's so public, like you're doing this to the one of the members of the most public highest profile celebrity families in the world. So I'm just, it, it baffles me and I'm just so tired of it. And we saw today that Corey supposedly has shown support to him and all this stuff. This better be over. Cause I swear, if I have to hear any more about this, I'm done with all of y'all. I'm done with, the, I'm throwing the whole family away. Cause I'm Actually, tired. They have a whole new promo for their new I know show this on Hulu. Hulu. I'm aware. Yeah. And you know, I have said as problematic as the Kardashians are, I've been with them since day one. So I am invested in their lives uh, for better or for worse, but I'm, I cannot do this with y'all anymore. This Tristan ish needs to be over. And that's really all I have left. Like his whole quote, that's why I could barely get it out. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you, sir. Are you crazy? Like, are you insane? I just, I'm done. I'm done, Delora. Anything else? <laughs> I think I'm on the same page as uh, Joey Badass. It's like, just admit to yourself that monogamy is just not, you know, ain't about that life. Nick Cannon has fully you know, embraced it, fully embra- embraced it, has made peace with it, and has since fathered many children. Like Abraham. I'm just joking. Father <laughs> Abraham had many sons. And many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them. All right. Ooh. All y'all, uh, you know, summer so, Christian kids know that song. <laughs> that was the jam whenever we did that, by the way. Yeah. Anyway. Vacation Bible school. My mom led that back in the day. Um, But yeah, I mean, to your point, definitely men do it and have been honest about it and forthright. But again, I think he needs to work through whatever it is within himself because that man got some issues. That's all I got. Absolutely. Um, Let's move on to this micro dose because it's more mess, but at least it's scripted. At least it's scripted mess. It's not real life, right? It's not affecting people's lives. (laughs) Exactly. People's children got to grow up and see this bullshit. Anyway, um, let's talk about Insecure. Since we've been gone, our final two episodes dropped. Episode nine, out, okay? And episode 10, everything gonna be okay? Question mark. So let's talk about episode nine first. Issa and Nathan, we see, we're checking out places to live together. By the way, that realtor was trash. And trash. we are saying goodbye to Tiffany and Derek at a going away party for their move to Denver. Girl, everybody rolled up to that party, even drove. Oof. Molly and Torian were booed up. Lawrence and Condola attended with baby Elijah and Lawrence took it as an opportunity to speak his peace and love to Issa, which caused a huge and embarrassing blow up with Nathan. Girl, that barbecue discussion alone was awkward AF. And unnecessary. (laughs) As the episode before the finale, I didn't know what we was about to do, but it was juicy. What were your thoughts on episode nine? 
why didn't this happen sooner? Because <laughs> I felt like there was a lot of transitional episodes leading up to episode nine. And I was like, we only have one more episode left. Yeah. What are we doing? What is happening? Like, you want to do this now, Lawrence? Now? <laughs> I put in our our Instagram stories, like, is this too late? Hundred percent was like this was entirely too late at this at that point. It <laughs> wasn't for you? me. It wasn't too late for me. I oh felt I know. I knew. I know, but it wasn't. I, when he said I'm not happy without you, I felt that in my spirit. I was I like, I said it. Lawrence. Lawrence. None of it. My, we I got DJ. an ice box. Where <laughs> listen, my heart to be. listen. I felt it. I was here for it. And I was like, only thing I didn't like was that it had to be so messy between him and Nathan. Because again, we're grown. In and so company, right? it was so awkward to be at yeah. this party, have all these other beautiful black people staring you down. Like, uh, really? Y'all about to get into possibly a full-blown physical altercation at our big age? That was very embarrassing. Yeah, but Nathan didn't seem very comfortable in in Issa's circles. I feel like he just well, seemed like a fish that. out of water. You mentioned that. I don't know if I felt that he was a fish out of water so much as I just felt like there was always this level of instability in their relationship that made him feel uncomfortable. When you are mm-hmm. uh, in a partnership with somebody, you should be bridging those gaps between yeah. your significant other and your friends groups to make everybody feel comfortable. And I don't know if Issa ever really did that with him that's true yeah that's very true but molly's outfit molly's dress oh i lived for that black and white dress she looked amazing yeah molly's outfits this season were fire for sure Mm -hmm. but i just loved i loved everything about molly's relationship in this episode the fact that they got high together the fact they have munchies (laughs) together and the fact that she told see to me excellent relationships have wonderful communication she was able to tell Tyrion up front this is dro i used to mess with him in an open relationship it didn't work out and apparently it didn't work out with his wife and Tyrion was unfazed i'm like this is what a secure man looks like <laughs> you know what i mean i was so happy for her i was like yes yeah post episode post episode people were like is Torian the man of my dreams like yes <laughs> You definitely want a man who is secure enough in himself, secure yes. enough in knowing that, hey, this happened. This is what it is. We're honest and upfront about it. Um, and I think Molly needed to be under the influence to be that open person and be yeah, that transparent true. because that was still definitely an unresolved situation between her and Dro. And let's not forget, they were like best friends. So they were. it was unfortunate that their relationship ended the way that it did. So I felt some level of closure for Molly in that moment, but also mm-hmm. Torian cracked me up when he came and was like, Oh, what'd you guys bring? Trash. Oh, you brought us trash. Yeah. Like, I was like, what I is going on? He's so awkward, but I love I him at you the were same funny. time. Well, for me, I was just like, is he okay? Like, yeah, is he's he, so like, awkward. glitching? Because I don't understand. <laughs> he was so awkward. <laughs> but it was just because, again, that level of discomfort probably coming into this environment and realizing, oh, what I did is off or wrong. But again, Molly made him feel comfortable. Hey, let's go ahead and do these edibles together and let's have a great time. So... 
I enjoyed this episode. I think we text or call or talk to each other after this. And we were like, this would happen when we're on break. Because this is the best episode yet of the season. It really was. It really was. And we only had one episode left. Yeah. And I was freaking out. Like, what could absolutely actually happen? The last thing I have to say about this episode is, why was Kendola at this party? Why? These are not your friends. uh, She worked with uh amanda seals character tiffany uh, she sure was her co-worker yeah. she yeah. sure was because i or connected in the business or whatever i yeah. completely forgot i was saying the whole time i said why is she here we're not in a relationship with lawrence why are we here that yeah. makes sense you're right correct thank you for reminding me of that history <laughs> on insecure all right let's move on to our series finale guys episode 10 we got those flash forwards, okay? Focused on birthday celebrations and a wedding. What's up? I want to gloat right now before you go forward. I was right. I was right. And I was right. You okay? were. I was right on three fronts that I'm going to highlight now. <laughs> um, we got our flash forwards. Mm-hmm. We got a whole entire wedding, Molly. And unfortunately, there was a death. So I'll let you proceed. You nailed it, sis. <laughs> I had to glow a little bit. <laughs> so we see Issa and Nathan broke up. Molly's Bro. mom, unfortunately, passed away. Tiffany hated Denver. Kelly got preggers. Molly and Torian got married. Epic. Issa expanded her business, opened her own office. And to some people's sadness, not mine, she ended up with Lawrence. But the real love story is arguably the growth in love between Issa and Molly in their friendship. And I felt that final scene at the wedding when they talked um as she was helping her get out of her dress that was a beautiful moment not just for the end of the show but again to see the growth of these two black women and their love for each other so Mm -hmm. delora were you satisfied with this conclusion of insecure absolutely she did such a fantastic job tying up so many so many plot lines And what I loved about it, the theme to get our flash forwards were birthdays. You know what I mean? It was kind of confusing at one point, though, because I'm like, okay, so now we're going through, okay, a year has passed. Now there's another year, you know? Uh, I think it's fascinating that Issa's trajectory was a little bit all over the place, right? Uh, Which is more realistic, right? Than trying to make your way to the top (laughs) but it was it was wonderful to see as you mentioned the relationship between her and molly and how they were able to get past such a rough patch girl last season was so real like blood pressure was hot okay i was hot okay i hated molly's guts girl it was she has rough. rebounded so beautifully and so it was so beautiful to see them come full circle in that way and the fact that the last line has something to do with a uh, broken pussy at me dying i was cracking up <laughs> 
Uh, I loved this finale. I loved that they made it longer and everybody had always been hoping for a longer episode to just kind of tie and wrap everything up. I love that we got to see and live with these characters a little bit longer in the progression of their lives. I loved that everybody ended on a happy, healthy note in their lives, in their careers, um, on all fronts. I loved that Issa and Lawrence ended up together. I loved that even in the after show, I could celebrate and appreciate and respect everything that the actors and the writers and everybody behind the scenes put in to make this show what it was over these five seasons. And I am really, really going to miss Insecure. I think they uh, wrapped it up beautifully, but damn, it still hurt that it was the final episode but I was left very satisfied very satisfied and that's what makes the series so good and so epic and it's an instant classic like I I just love it and to your point earlier the way that Issa was able to build her empire and pull people up as she went up is so beautiful to see and to know that she's around our age, you know what I mean? And it, it, you don't have to wait to, to help out or see someone who is where you used to be. You know what I mean? You don't have to wait till you're already established. You can do it while you're, while you're going. And so I bring that up because several of Issa's writers or or people who've been a part of the hooray family have their own shows yeah we have um, abbott elementary with quinta and um, the head writer and showrunner for the new nbc show grand crew and then there's rap shit that's coming out mm-hmm. um, on hbo very soon so i'm just I, I love it i love to see it this is what moguls do this is what yes. moguls do. Absolutely. I think Issa said a long time ago, people always reach out to her to say, hey, how can I get put on? How can I do this? She said, look at the people who are around you, because that's what she's always done. Who are the people that are in need, that are directly around me, my friend group, my whoever, and let's all rise up together. And I think that uh, that's why I mess with Issa Ray so heavy. Girl, do your thing. I love that she wrote this last episode, too. It's always such a great full circle moment. Um, to have the main person who developed this, who started this, to be the one to end it as well. Yeah. So that final wind down episode, um, I cherished. And my mom, I got to watch the finale with my mom. She's so silly. Usually we call and talk to each other. So even though she was sitting on the couch next to me, she still called me on the phone <laughs> to act as That's if so we were going to talk about the show. That's so, so cute. Yeah, it was, it was, um, a, a wonderful moment in memory for me. And I'm sure a lot of other people will, you know, have this as a memory for them as well when they got a chance to kind of watch us conclude this wonderful, cultural, impactful series. So to all the cast, crew, everybody who worked on Insecure, hats off, great job. Congratulations. And Delora, that is it for our episode for today. Guys, as always, feel free to give us your comments, your feedback, we're on all the things. You guys know we're on YouTube too as well. If you ever want to check out our episodes, 
feel free to look there too. Yes. Please um, comment. Please comment and subscribe. Give us, We'd give us love all. To hear from you. you know, Spotify has reviews now too. So go ahead and give us five stars on Spotify as well, please. Please. And thank you. Laura, what are we going to recap for the people dropping on Tuesday? Well, Ashley, we are going to recap. Don't look up. It is a Netflix original movie. It is in the top 10 since its debut and it's going to be fun. (laughs) All right, guys. Until next time. See you then. Bye.